Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm your host, Paul Beckerman. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. The topic of today's episode is Computer Science Education Week and Computational Thinking. Computer Science Education Week runs from December 5th through 11th this year. As outlined in the CS Ed Week website, CS Ed Week is an annual call to action to inspire K-12 students to learn computer science, advocate for equity in computer science education, and celebrate the contributions of students, teachers, and partners to the field. The CS Ed Week theme this year highlights the impact that computer science is making everywhere and the relationship that computer science has to different subjects, industries, career paths, and our everyday lives. In the spirit of exploring how the study of computer science impacts a wide range of subject and interest areas, we're going to spend some time in this episode to take a look at computational thinking, the systematic process for solving complex problems that computer scientists use. Think of computational thinking as a process for solving problems in a way that's so specific systematic, and logical that a computer can understand it. There are four key elements of computational thinking, and students who master these skills can become successful in nearly any field they explore, not just computer sciences. In many ways, these are the core skills anyone might use during critical and logical thinking. What are some cool tech tools I can use? Two tips! Instructional technology! Let's first look at the four elements of computational thinking. Number one, decomposition. Decomposition is the process of breaking a larger problem down into smaller parts. This is really important because looking at the whole all at once can be overwhelming. By breaking it down, the problem can seem less complicated and more manageable. A good question to ask at this stage is, what are the smaller pieces of this problem that will need solving? Number two is pattern recognition. The second core skill of computational thinking is all about discovering patterns or repeating sequences in the problem you're trying to solve. This might include similarities within this one unique problem, or it could involve identifying similarities with other problems you've solved in the past. In either case, identifying these similarities helps us to be more efficient because we don't need to reinvent the wheel for these familiar parts. A good question to ask might be, what have we learned in the past or from other parts of this problem? that can help us now. Number three is pattern abstraction. This element is sometimes called pattern generalization. In this stage, rather than focusing on all the small parts, you look at the big picture. You wanna make sure that you're not getting so caught up in all the small details that you lose sight of the larger task at hand. It's sort of like saying, don't lose sight of the forest for the trees. As you sort through the messiness of a complicated problem, ask yourself these questions. What information here is really relevant, and what is unnecessary to solving this particular problem? What details can I set aside because they don't really seem to apply to my larger problem? Pattern abstraction can really help you simplify the problem and gain clarity and focus. Number four is algorithm design. This step is all about creating directions to solve the problem. Once you've developed a solution, you will want to produce step-by-step directions that someone else can follow to replicate that solution and solve the problem even when you're not there. You can think of this much like a recipe. What steps will help somebody get the desired results 
every time. The best directions are written very clearly and often in plain language. You can also use flowcharts or other aids to communicate the steps if that's helpful. These step-by-step directions are key to computer programming since computers are very literal and will do exactly as they are told. How do I use Integration inspiration. Integration ideas. So let's look at an example to illustrate how these four components of computational thinking appear in a problem-solving process. We'll look at breakout rooms or breakout boxes as our example. These are puzzles where students need to solve a series of questions in order to unlock locks to get inside the box or to break out of a room. So number one, decomposition. Breakout boxes and breakout rooms generally do require a group of people to solve a series of problems to open all those locks to escape the room or or open that box. In the decomposition step, the group must ask, what smaller puzzles do I need to solve individually to escape the room? Perhaps there's one smaller puzzle that needs to be solved to unlock each lock. Here we identify those. Number two is pattern recognition. During this step, the group might recognize strategies they've used in other breakout experiences. Maybe there's a key code that must be used to translate numbers into letters. Or maybe there's a special flashlight that can be used to identify invisible ink and see hidden words. If they've used these strategies in the past to solve puzzles, they might be able to apply those same approaches here. Here they identify if there's a common pattern to solving a similar problem. Number three, pattern abstraction. So it's here that the group must cast aside any red herrings. What details have been put into the room that are just distractions meant to confuse the team? It's important to look beyond these and focus only on what's relevant to the specific puzzle at hand. And then four, algorithm design. In a breakout experience, members probably won't write down all the steps. However, they very well may explain what to do to their teammates. Sharing these steps clearly so another team member can crack the code is algorithm design. So this is just one simple example of the four steps of computational thinking in action. Regardless of the academic subject area you teach in school, computational thinking skills will likely apply. Consider your content area and identify problems that your students need to solve. Then have them use these four skills to solve them. CS Week is the perfect opportunity to give it a try. If you don't see an immediate connection to your content area, consider giving your students a puzzle to solve. In math, maybe you have your students play Guess the Number. You pick a number between 1 and 100, and your students can only ask yes-no questions to try to narrow it down and guess that number. Can they figure out a systematic way to win the game in the fewest number of attempts, or are they just random guessing? Encourage them to use the steps of computational thinking to come up with a strategic system. You can have younger students set up a checkerboard with random spots filled with chips, then have them develop steps to navigate a toy car through that maze without hitting any of the chips. They can write directions and have a classmate test them out. Can the classmates navigate the path based on those directions? In fact, as you're devising these activities, you will also be using the four steps of computational thinking. It's all around us, and we probably use it every day without even realizing it. These are really important skills for our students to develop, and it's a great way to introduce students to computer sciences and help them develop a strong foundation of skills for success in that area. To learn more about Computer Science Ed Week, visit csedweek.org. To apply computational thinking to coding and introduce students to the computer sciences, check out code.org and look for an hour of code. You will find lots of ready-to-use activities to use in your classroom. 
You can also find grab-and-go lessons at avidopenaccess.org. To learn more about today's topic and explore other free resources, visit avidopenaccess.org. Be sure to join Rena, Winston, and me every Wednesday for our full-length podcast, Unpacking Education, where we are joined by exceptional guests and explore education topics that are important to you. Thanks for listening. Take care, and thanks for all you do. You make a difference.